When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. I'm your host, Chris Salem. I hope everyone's having a wonderful Wednesday morning, wherever you are. Uh, Here, it's beautiful here in the New York City area. So today, uh, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic, something that I've uh, been around a lot of conferences, events, and but we're going to be talking about summits and philanthropy and what that means towards sustainable success and why you want to be involved in summits and different types of philanthropic activities that could help you not only in your business, but also to have sustainability across all areas of your life. And I have a very interesting guest that we have today, and his name is Ryan Long, and he's a social entrepreneur and the founder of City Gala and City Summits. So I want to welcome to the show, Ryan Long. Ryan, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Thanks for having me, Chris. And and I really, really enjoy your sustainable success show. I've been following you on social media as well. Uh, it's looking good. You're, you're a true leader, class act, and I'm happy to be here. Oh, pleasure for your kind remarks. And I feel the same for you. I've actually was the first time, you know, this past February coming to City Gallon and and what a wonderful experience of just, you know, bringing together, you know, celebrities, thought leaders, influencers from all over the world to not only collaborate on new ideas that will make our world a better place, but also, more importantly, you know, raising money for people in, that, are, that need it across many different nonprofit groups. So I think that what you've done is truly remarkable, incredible, and it just continues to get better. And I, I'm sure, you, you know, we're going to be asking you a lot of questions there about what you're doing, you know, further going forward. But what I wanted to ask you first is what got you into nonprofit and philanthropy? What drew you to that particular area? Well, the reason why I do what I do is, is probably it starts with my childhood and sort of the, the sets of circumstances that, that led me to become a humanitarian worker were overcoming adversity, um, being raised by a, a single parent. My mom raised me, my brother, and my sister by herself. Um, I was not uh, I was I was completely neglected by my birth father. Uh, in fact, the day that I met my real father, uh, for what I thought was the first time, you know, my mom said I met him when I was maybe an infant or something. But um, the day that I met him at, at age uh, of five years old, he was he was very abusive. Um, and so, through this sort of this upbringing that that was. It was. I think people would consider it an adversity. I look back at my upbringing now as poetry, because why I do Love what it. I do is because I'm so compassionate towards uh, people and individual individuals that have either a circumstance or a challenge or something that they're going through. I just feel the same human need that you would, Chris. I mean, if, if someone f- fell down, right, wouldn't you reach down with your hand and help them up? It's that same sort of basic instinct that led me into the humanitarian and philanthropic space. 
And so I very much enjoy what I do, and I get to work with some of the most wonderful people in the entire world. Wow, that's fabulous. I, I can relate to you 100%. I mean, I had a similar background. In this case, you know, my father, uh, I knew my father. My father was in my life, uh, well, I wouldn't say that he was emotionally there, but but yet, you know, there through most of my life before he died at a young age, but always never had a connection with him. So I could totally relate. So it was something that if I had not gone through that experience of knowing that side of it, I never would have been able to be the man I am today and what I do with my own son. And so I think sometimes we have to go through tough experiences growing up to really, you know, understand the good in it. So then we can draw that out and do good to, to the world and to our family. So I, I, I really give you a lot of credit with, uh, with what you've done there. So in terms of, you know, you know, you talked about, you know, how you got into philanthropy and, and humanitarian efforts, you know, what are some of the things, if you can give us a background a little bit about, you know, besides where you came from, um, what were some of the steps that, that that it took to get to that? I mean, did you did you work for other nonprofits, or was it something that you started your own right from the get go? Yeah, well, it's, it's it's kind of interesting, you know. Out of straight out of uh, high school, I got a baseball scholarship to play baseball. You you and I are are, are baseball fanatics, right, Chris? Absolutely, and, absolutely. Uh, and so I went to college. Uh, my my hero growing up was my grandfather, without a doubt. My grandfather was a, uh, a farm boy uh, that, that was orphaned and moved his way out here to uh, uh, the West Coast, starved his way through um, uh, college up at San Jose State. Uh, he was a boxer, you know, he really enjoyed boxing, and... Um, then came down to UCLA, got a master's degree, ultimately wound up being a rocket scientist. Uh, but at a very early age, he got me playing baseball. I played baseball. I loved it. Um, it, was, it was the connection between me and my hero, my grandfather. That was our connection. And so going into college, I was, I was excited to, to be a baseball player, but I wound up getting in a fight, and it was a pretty serious fight. That, that I, uh, it was a run-in with the law. And it was my very first run-in with the law. And, um, and so I, I completely ruined my baseball scholarship and started in personal training. And so my rebirth was when I learned that I was going to be a father. I wanted to be everything like what my grandfather was and nothing like what my actual birth father was. So I learned I was going to be a father, and I went and I... I, I I studied all the books and, and went through all the certifications to become a personal trainer. And uh, from there, I, I, was, I was actually doing quite well for myself in, in my early 20s as a personal trainer. One of my personal trainers that now worked for me, um, I was working at a corporation called LA Fitness. You've probably heard of it. Yep, and um, one of the personal trainers on my staff came to me and said, hey, would you like to give us some money? so that we can start this nightclub promotion business. And I said, sure, why not? And so I gave him some money. <laughs> we immediately failed because we didn't know what we were doing. And, uh, and then, you know, as we started promoting this nightclub thing, I started paying more and more attention to that and less to my job. I was actually lying to LA Fitness, telling them I was clocked in 
and I was not, and LA Fitness ended up firing me, rightfully so. I deserved to be fired. And so I had no choice but to make this nightclub business start to work out here in, in Los Angeles, Hollywood area. And so from the nightclubs, um, uh, you know, I, I started down a path that, that I was not making my family very proud. And then ultimately, after a, uh, a rock bottom experience, I started to really, really focus on what is going to make my mom and my grandma proud. I lost my grandfather along the way. What's going to make mom and grandma proud? What can I do to, to be a good example for my son? What am I really, really passionate about? And I started turning my focus into the humanitarian space. So I didn't work with any nonprofits up until then, but I started to focus there. And then um, that's what led me into the uh, 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 philanthropic and humanitarian events. Wow. That, I, I love your transparency and honesty there. You know, it takes a lot to, you know, for people to do that. And, you know, and I love so tell, telling everybody how I got fired and expelled from college. <laughs> well, I've been there. I can relate. Trust me. I can totally relate, you know, and, you know, and sometimes we, you know, we got to go through those experiences. We get caught up in something that we think is going to be, you know, you know, could be really good for us. But then we, once we get into it, we realize that it's not what it, what it was supposed to be. We don't realize the negative impact it, that it has on our family. Because when you think about it, you know, the nightclub business is tough and it requires you to be away from home, especially in the evenings. You know, you're, and you're out late and and one of those things that you probably had to go through to realize that, wow, I got some experience with, you know, how to run an operation like this. But how can I turn this into something now that really offers a lot of value to people and that being in the humanitarian space? And you know, I can relate to that because I did the same thing growing up, just getting involved in certain things that at the time was just about, you know, how much money can I make and was it going to make me successful? And, and and it was done for all the wrong reasons. But yet, had I not gone through that experience, I wouldn't have been able to kind of really see what was really important, you know, getting involved in things that really make a difference in people's lives and adding value. So I think that's tremendous you know, thing that you, you know, that you've done. So when did you first get into uh, the humanitarian space? When, you know, how old were you? How many years ago was that from the time we're talking now? Well, in, in, let's see, this is about, I would say it's coming up on a decade where I, I started to do some work for raising money for um, uh, different organizations, but I didn't fully commit to it. Um, like really commit to it until I'd say around uh, uh, the year 2011. So that that's about six years ago, uh, coming up on seven years ago, uh, when I really committed full force to, to working in the humanitarian space. You know, here in 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 Los Angeles, uh, if you're if you're doing events out in in Hollywood, you you start to hear about some of the other bigger events, and all the big uh, events. Uh, are, are centered uh, around a charitable or, or something that, that has some meaning behind it. And so I, I really started to take notice, you know, and coming from the nightclubs, you know, there's always, of course, there's concerts and there's other different things, but I noticed that as an individual and from, from person to person out here in, in the Los Angeles area, 
the big draw, and, and there was a lot of there was a lot of heartfelt. I would like to be involved when there was meaning behind the event. And if you talk about sustainable success, and if that's what we're talking about, sustainability, yep. you want to have a great deal of passion and meaning and fulfillment behind what it is that you're doing, or else you're going to give up, like what Steve Jobs says. Steve Jobs said, absolutely, you have to have a ton of passion in order to sustain your business, or else you're going to quit, because it's so hard. You have to overcome adversity. So when, once I noticed that, and I started to, to draw my own circumstances, I started to relate to people, uh, it, it became less about making money and more about being of contribution. How can I be valuable to other organizations? What can I do? And that's when we started get, to get into, you know, the awareness and, and, um, and pulling in some, some major names and, and bigger celebrities for, for the events. Wow, that's fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we look at the when you look at events in general, um, what do you think are some of the things that are, you know, being done now that are really good and some of the things that are not being done good? You know, when in terms of like, you know, the purpose of the events itself, you know, if we're looking at it both for people that are attending and those that if it's raising any money to help, you know, others through nonprofit, what do you feel are the good things that work well and don't work well? Well, uh, you know, I think that, that there's a trial and error to everything. I, I, I'm one of those people that believes that everything happens and, and, um, and that whether it's, whether it's a great experience for you or maybe a negative experience or the wrong result, that it's all energy that you can use to fuel your, um, your, your goals and your outcomes. So, I encourage people to get out there as much as they can if they want to, you know, go to business conferences in, in the area of their business expertise, go to those business conferences, attend them. Uh, if you want to go uh, put on your own fundraiser or attend other fundraisers for charitable uh, organizations, go, put them on. Uh, I think the only bad things that, that you know, if, if we're going to say these are the wrong results are events that just simply do not deliver on the promise. If they say that there's going to be some sort of keynote speaker there or, you know, big draw and they don't have it, or if you, you know, buy a ticket and you can't get in or, you know, things, you know, there, there's things that happen out there that, you know, do you feel like "Mm -hmm, maybe I've been duped, but the far vast majority of, of these experiences are just that they're just an experience and you should add them all up and you'll continue to find, the things that are that are best for you. Yeah, you just hit it on the net. We have a couple minutes towards break, but you know, talk about the experience. I mean, when you look at a summit, and the whole thing about a summit, I, you know, when I think about the word summit, it, even though it, you know, you, to some people it may not come to mind, but I always experience comes to mind when I think when when I hear about a summit. Hey, you're going to come to the summit. Yes, am I going to have a good experience? <laughs> yes. So, what, what's your what, what's your take on that? Real, you know, a couple, and we can always well, expand after the break on that as well. No problem. Well, well in, a, in a very concise manner, my, my take is this, is that if I'm a, a user, if I'm the customer, what I, what I do is I try to aim for, if I were the customer and I'm showing up, what would I love? And so that's why I, I say, you know, you know that our, uh, our keynote speaker, our headliner for this year's City Summit was Halle Berry. 
I say, yep. how can I get as many people to meet and take photos and, and hang out with her and absorb her energy and hear the compassionate overcoming adversities that, that she's gone through and, and like and share and connect and network with each other as possible? That's the way that I view those. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, I mean, you know, everybody's going to have different reasons for their experience. But, you know, again, you kind of mix it up and you give a little bit of everything for for people. And, you know, again, it's got to be some, you know, content and information for that for them to experience that that's going to allow them to move forward, whether if that's in their own personal journey or in their business. Uh, that's what I always find that works really well. And you, when you got multiple people that are delivering, you know, you have a celebrity, you have a thought leader, you have an influencer, you know, you're able to get different perspectives on uh, what is being said that might be the central theme to that summit. So I think that's so important. Absolutely. And those, those are the key elements is, is we cover a wide range of topics, all related to leadership, mentorship, business acceleration, if you want to learn marketing, if you want to learn techniques, we have that as well. Um, but there's always an educational component. And then the experience of it all is meeting like-minded individu- individuals that are also achievers. That's the key. Wow. Achievers, people that want to do something with their life. Absolutely. Well, we're going to expand a little bit more on this. Uh, again, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Uh, we're talking with Ryan Long, social entrepreneur and founder of City Gala City Summits. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 639 at Freshly.com. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome to the back to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. I'm here again with Ryan Long, social entrepreneur and founder of City Gala City Summits. If you're just joining us, we were talking about, you know, how summit summits, events, and philanthropic events, how they all work together to have sustainable success and why they can be an important part of your sustainability with success and what you get from them. But for right now, we're coming back with Ryan, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the uh, the wisdom side of of summits and these uh, summits. Ryan, can you tell us about what type of of wisdom and content that you look for when you're putting together a summit, matched with the types of people that you're looking to draw into the event? Yes, absolutely. And so, if you're going to learn from uh, from someone about either the mindset of being an, an, an incredible achiever or uh, business techniques, in my opinion, you should aim for the top. You should want to learn from the best people in the business. And so, so for example, uh, when we had Richard Branson uh, in 2016, he came out to one of our events. Now, here's a guy that owns 400, over 400 companies under his uh, Virgin Group. And he's obviously Richard Branson, incredibly successful entrepreneur. He's been, been able to be relevant for decades now. And he's mastered the art of making joint ventures, of making incredibly good decisions. And it seems like he never fails. But one of the things that I've learned uh, um, from Richard Branson is that he fails all the time. And that's why he's successful. And here's what I mean. Richard Branson goes out there and he takes a ton of risks. And he's used, uh, he, now he has a, the amount of wisdom where he uses uh, uh, his experience to mitigate his risks, but he still has companies that fail or, or that, that don't necessarily produce the results that he would like to see them produce. And I think that that's something that each, each of us, just not even as, as entrepreneurs, but as human beings can really relate to. If you, if you can really relate to the amount of failures that somebody like Richard Branson has had to go through in order to sustain himself, that's where you start to admire him because he fails over and over and over again, gets back up, and keeps on going. And that is why when someone like Tony Robbins gets up on stage even Tony Robbins is surprised at the amount of ambition and drive and just utter guts that uh, someone like Sir Richard Branson has. 
Uh, he's one of the people that I would, I would put up there as, as one of our uh, top ten guests of all time. And then if, if you, and that, that's, a, that's in the business element. But let's talk about maybe some of the humanitarian stuff if we can. Would that be okay, Chris? Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they absolutely this definitely appears to that too. Absolutely. Go ahead. Well, I, I feel like there's, there's, there's leaders out there that are doing philanthropic things. So, for example, Bill Gates. Now, Bill Gates has never appe- appeared at our event, but he's, he's partnered with so many people and has created basically the biggest uh, uh, privately owned foundation in the entire world, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, I learned about what Bill Gates is, is going to do through some of the work that I did with the Clinton Foundation. And I did work with uh, uh, President Bill Clinton. And what these foundations do in order to create sustainable success for themselves is, is they create multiple streams of income coming into the foundation. And it's from, from all these different areas. Now, each foundation is going to differ on its, on its mission. Obviously, some people are going to serve underserved um, uh, segments of the population. Uh, maybe some programs are, are going to help with uh, homelessness or, or feeding people that are hungry or, uh, or mentorship programs. Whatever the case is, the, the, the bigger, more sustained foundations of the world, they all create multiple revenue streams so that donors um, are com- donations are coming in all the time from different directions. I'll give you examples. Some of them hold events and all of the tickets go to charity. Some of them have uh, sponsorships where uh, whereby the uh, the donor of a of a sponsorship gets recognition and and maybe some branding at at some of their events. There's different levels of it, but I feel like the Clinton Foundation does quite a good job in that area. And I and I learned between uh, I, I study the the people that are are very 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 successful, and I do my best to model them when I'm teaching other nonprofit organizations how to raise raise funds and sustain them for the foreseeable future. That's so true. And 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 like you said, when you're looking at the, you know, like the Clinton Foundation that you were talking about, that, you know, that a lot of times again, they they're they're coming from an authentic standpoint, you know, and they're putting the people first. And, you know, not only the people that they're serving, but also the people that are part of the organization. And that's what makes things sustainable because when you have everybody on board with the same mission and the same vision of what you're trying to help or solve a problem, you know, you, you have that sustainability and that's what's so important. And I can't, you know, that that's so true when you look at it from that end of it, from your humanitarian standpoint. So you were talking about Richard Branson and, and, you know, I wanted to get back to that. You know, I, I actually had an opportunity to briefly meet Richard back, this is going back uh, back to 2008 or 2009, I can't remember the exact day, but I remember meeting him at a business travel conference in Houston, Texas. It was in the dead of summer, August, I mean, the same time frame, August of 2008 or 2009, and it was so hot, but he had hosted a party at a, at a warehouse, and he had flown in the band, N-I-N-X-S, which was a, a popular band back in the 80s. And I remember talking to him and how authentic and genuine he was that, you know, here's a, 
a guy that you feel that would be untouchable to most people. But yet here you are, he's just a normal guy having a conversation. You can just tell how authentic and genuine and he really is. And he treats every person the same, no matter where you're coming from. And at least that was the perception I had. And and when I mean, you have those types of people at like events, like in this case, it, when, you know, you had it, your event. Was that uh, not this year, but last year, right? That was at the last year's event? That Richard- yes, it was. Uh, Richard Richard Branson came last year, and, and uh, I experienced the same thing, very authentic. And he's also got a, a good humor about him, which which makes – which makes for the conversation. He was a keynote speaker, so it makes for the good conversation as well to to, to keep the audience uh, tuned into what he's saying. He was he was very fun, very authentic, but very fun, and um, and just a wealth of experience and knowledge that he can offer to people. Yeah, it's so true when you can connect with the audience because again, you know, people connect at a heart level. You know, they you can you can. Yes. I've been to many conferences or events, and you get you know you'll get some great information. But yet, it really doesn't sink in because it's not. It's, the connection is not at the heart level. They're not sharing from actual experience. They're not using stories. They're not being transparent or authentic. And as you said, like you know, somebody like Richard, you know, that's how he 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 talks. That's how he leads from example. That you know, it's you know, it's about business, but yet it's also being true to who you are, serving your purpose. You know, not afraid to admit your faults and failures because failure is part of the sustainable success uh, ride in life and business. So it's so important. So that, that that's so true. What are some of the things that you feel like? You know, if if I if I'm looking to attend a summit at, or a humanitarian event, you know, and I'm looking to kind of you know, I'm looking obviously I'm coming for personal reasons because obviously you know I'm looking for wealth and knowledge. What are some of the things that, you know, people can do that attend that could also, they can give back and add value, you know, to these events so that, that it benefits everybody involved? And what are some of the things that they can take away from those events and then be able to come back and give back? Oh, well, I think undoubtedly, you know, after, after you come to, for example, a city summit or a city gala, um, city summit for us, uh, we call it a world-class socially conscious business acceleration experience. And the reason that we call it a, a business acceleration experience is, is that there's more than just the conference element of, of speakers from, from the stage kind of preaching at you. There's this interconnected um, ability to shake hands and meet people that are like-minded achievers that want to advance. And so you'll find that many joint ventures and uh, other doors open uh, for you if, if you're an entrepreneur or, or someone that wants to um, advance a cause. And I think that if, if I were a, a customer of, of one of the City Summit events, the thing that I could take away and be able to give towards would be to elevate my own circumstances. I believe that we rise by lifting others. I believe that, um, in, in essence, rising tides lift all boats. The more, the more that you can be of service contribution, the more that you can produce and make, the more that, that you become of value, the more that you can give. So that's why there's two parts to what it is that, that I, uh, that I uh, attempt with the city uh, summit and gala. 
what we execute is on the summit side, building up this network of highly successful entrepreneurs. Um, and then at the gala is, is about non for profits and giving back. And what it ultimately attracts are it attracts people that, that obviously you have to be of a certain element to be able to spend the amount of money that it takes to get into one of our galas. You, you have to have achieved something and you have money to give back. The people that have money to give are people that are out there earning. Uh, so I guess to answer your question uh, quite specifically, the, the, the takeaways and, and what they can go do with it. The takeaway is ultimately the relationships that you've built. I think that's the key. That's, that's number one. And I would say number two is the knowledge and wisdom that you gather from our speakers. You know, it's not just celebrities. We have business leaders as well. So we'll have one of the co-founders of Priceline, a founder of Ugg Boots. We have the founder of Monster Incorporated. We have, uh, you know, the founder of Quest Nutrition. And these people have built billion-dollar brands. And so those kind of people that stop by and, and are teaching from stage are, are quite successful. You're, you're, it is impossible not to learn something. In fact, you, if you're sitting there and you're paying attention at all, you are going to come away with, with uh, having learned something. And you're, you're in a room with the like-minded individuals. You are going to make relationships. And those are the top two things, with those relationships and um, and the wisdom and, and the knowledge that you come away with. Yeah, you, you may, that's an important part. You know, you, you get, you're going to get a wealth of knowledge from different experts. Uh, you're going to get different value systems where people come from. So, you know, whether they may relate to you or not, but it doesn't matter because, you know, there's always going to be somebody there for, for somebody, and which is really important. But I think, like, what, what's really important when you attend an event like yours or summits that really have a, a really deep purpose that, or in, in this case, also the gala, because on the humanitarian side, is that people are able to walk away with that, with not only a, a valuable experience, but something that they can really take their values and what they've learned there and begin to kind of spread it out in their communities or wherever they are. Maybe they're launching smaller little events in their communities that kind of, you know, where they got a lot of great insight from attending one that like you put on. And it's just a way to kind exactly. of extend that value I'll give out you, there. I'll give you a quick example, a quick example of, of something that happened for my, mo- my own mother. So my mom was at this year's city summit. And um, she, at the time, was separated from her husband. And it, she was about to go through her third divorce. So my mom was about to be divorced three times. And... Holly Berry gets up on stage and starts, um, right away, our moderator asks her, you know, so what are some of the biggest challenges that you've had personally, professionally? And Holly Berry says, well, without a doubt, it was getting divorced three times. And that really struck my mom. And so even though this was not a business, uh, uh, this wasn't something that accelerated my mother's business. It wasn't something that um, uh, gave her you know, some sort of knowledge or wisdom beyond, um, beyond uh, uh, her, her realm of, of what she does in, in her own business. What it did was it just inspired her. She just got inspired. And guess what? My mom went and patched things up with her, her husband, and they're back together. And, and 
so that was just something that she could take away from listening to someone, you know, that, that's kind of an iconic inspiration to many people. Halle, Halle Berry is an inspiration to a great many people. She's overcome a lot of adversity, and she represents a, a, a domestic violence um, non-for-profit because Halle Berry has been through the, that domestic violence. And so even if it's just inspiration to go back to your community and, and talk to people, to, to inspire them, to encourage them, to lift them up, that's, that in and of itself is a great reason to attend a summit. No, that makes so much sense. I mean, and that's really what the purpose is. And that's what I love, you know, when I, you know, summits, and that's why summits are becoming so popular. You're seeing more, more events, you know, saying that they're a summit because again, they tr- you know, they want to create an intimate experience, even though, you know, it could be, you know, a number, a certain number of people, but yet they, c- they still want to make it an intimate experience where you're able to not only connect with the thought leaders, celebrities, or uh, other um, people that provide knowledge, but also with the people that are attending. Now, you you know, you get to bond with the people that are there to absorb this information. And, you know, you, great, you gave a great example about your mom. You know, you know, she came there thinking that, you know, she was coming for other reasons to support you, maybe get some information on some other insights in some other areas. But here's Holly Berry talking about something that she could relate to and, right. you know, be able to walk away from that and really, you know, save her marriage, you know, and give her marriage, your marriage a, a chance and kind of kind of look at where they can go about, you know, making the necessary adjustments to fix that. So that is so critical. Um, we're going to be closing out here, uh, Ryan, on, uh, until our next break. But I just wanted to see in the next 30 seconds if you had any other insight to what we were talking about that the, uh, the listeners would want to know about other wisdom um, that they can get. And we can always continue right after the break. Absolutely. Let's, and, and one of the things that I think that, that people that tune into sustainable success is going to be mindset. Because mindset is one of the biggest things that, that you can, you can, you got to work on it every day. You have to develop yourself personally. And, and I think that that if you examine all of the top leaders in the world, mindset is the key ingredient that they focus on a lot. And so maybe we can talk about that a little bit after the break, Chris, because I think there's a, there's a bigger overarching uh, conversation oh, with mindset. Absolutely. Mindset is what I do, and I, and I love to talk to you more about that. And we're going to be talking about mindset. You heard it from Ryan Long, social entrepreneur, founder of City Gala City Summit. Uh, We're going to be going to break, but uh, join us right back for the third leg, and we're going to have some great info on mindset. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. 
You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Again, I'm your host, uh, Chris Salem. Uh, We've been talking with uh, Ryan Long from uh, founder of City Gala City Summit. He's also a social entrepreneur. So if you're just joining us, we've been talking about uh, how summits and philanthropic events can really benefit you towards sustainable success. You know, how when you attend them and what types of value and wisdom that you get from attending those types of summits and the experience that you have uh, that you could take away and bring back to your communities, back to your business, and back into your own personal life. So we're back here with Ryan. And really when it comes down to, you know, what we've been talking about, Ryan, you know, this all revolves around having the right mindset. And when you have people that come to, like, say, a summit or a humanitarian event, there are going to be many people that are going to be coming in with the right mindset, and they're just looking to connect with others to elevate their level of consciousness to another level so they can bring out more good in the world. But then again, there are going to be people that maybe are searching for answers. Maybe they're struggling, and they're looking to make connections to find ways to, to, to adopt a better mindset towards adding more value, not only to their own personal lives, but those around them. What I'd like to get from you is your, your take on mindset and people that would you know that are attending 
these types of events, you know, what are some of the things that they walk away with, whether if they are coming from the right mindset or maybe they're looking to make adjustments to adopt a better mindset? Well, one of the things uh, about mindset and in that, in that I get to network with sort of the elite business leaders in the world and also uh, uh, celebrity advocates, people that are advocating on behalf, there is one thing that I believe ties all of, all of these great minds together, and it is the ability to overcome adversity. I think that that comes up over and over and over again. You want to be sustainable, you're going to be met with adversity. And you have, you have only one choice if you want to continue to sustain yourself or exist. You have to overcome adversity. And I think that people's willingness to be uh, steadfast in their approach, but flexible in the way that you get there is key. So when, when, when adversity strikes, you have to know that there is an answer. There is, there is an unlimited amount to the, the creativity that you can have. You sit down, you have a problem, there, there are no limits to creativity. So be steadfast in the goal and flexible with the approach on how you get to that goal. And I, I truly believe that you will overcome that adversity. Uh, John, John Paul DeJoria, who's the founder of Paul Mitchell Hair Care, and he's also the, uh, the founder of Patron Tequila, was our first ever inspiration honoree. And it's for a reason. I mean, here's a guy that, that you know, sold encyclopedias door to, door to door. As a matter of fact, he even sold the book Think and Grow Rich, one of my favorites, Chris. I, I'm not sure. Have you read oh, that book? Oh, I love it. I re- I, it's a, a book I read once a year. Fantastic. Uh, John Paul DeShoria, uh, as a door-to-door salesman, he came up with this theme that I, I believe that now he's just this epic mogul, right? He's a, he's a billionaire. He's a branding expert. Uh, he's got two wildly world-renowned successful brands. And he says this thing that just keeps ringing and ringing and ringing in my head. He says, knock on door number 100 with the same enthusiasm that you knock on door number one. And that is how you succeed. And I believe that those are the types of things with, with the tools and the mindset and, and the achievers and the people that have goals and dreams and visions that when you get knocked, when you get knocked down, you have to get up and you have to knock on the next door with the same enthusiasm that you had in the beginning. That is so true. I mean, you think about it, and, and especially when you're coming out of your purpose, when you truly believe in what you represent, you know, and, and, you know, you're going to get knocked down. People may not understand that the first go around, but if you truly believe in what you do and you go out there, somebody's going to say no, many people are going to say no, but eventually that persistence with that right mindset coming from your truth is going to open up new doors and it's going to change people's lives. And so true. And it's evident what it did for John. Uh, yes, John Paul DeJoria. Absolutely. And, you know, there's, there's other examples that were, where. where you have you have that same sort of this is this is the element of success. This overcoming adversity uh, is is the key ingredient 
to sustainable success, in my opinion. It's what, it's what ties together every single leader that we've ever seen, right? They've been met with the circumstance, and we admire them, not because everything was sunshine and rainbows the whole way. No, we admire them because they went through the challenge, that they overcame the adversity, that they showed us that it could be done. And that's one of the things about working in the humanitarian space is sometimes you have no choice. You absolutely have no choice. You need to get an operation funded or children die in India from starvation. You see, there is no choice. You, you yeah. have to go get that done. If, if, you don't, if, you don't, if I don't power through sometimes 20-hour workdays, someone somewhere is going to lose their home. That we're, we're, we're not going to shelter a homeless person. So the, the perspective with which, or, or the way that, that you look at this, the way that I look at this is, is that when you're, when you're going through this, use all your passion, use all your creativity, and, and, and drive it in, into the most positive way that you can. And remember that adversity, the adversity comes your way. It's going to make you stronger. Every single hero, icon, leader, celebrity, every single person that I've come into contact with has been met with gigantic amounts of adversity and then overcome it. No, that's so true. I mean, you know, a lot of times we, we, we are conditioned, you know, as a society to really focus on the outcome, right? And, and the outcome is important. Right. That's why we, we have goals. We, you, that's, we're striving towards a certain outcome that we look at. But the problem is if we're too focused on the outcome – that raises our level of expectations. And as you mentioned, adversity and challenges are inevitable. They're going to happen. But they often derail people so they don't end up fulfilling their out, the outcome because they get sidetracked by it. Or it allows them to become anxious as a result of it, leading to procrastination to delay the process. So it's so important that you know the mindset that you're talking about is focused on the process because the process is going to be some failures along the way. There are going to be challenges, adversities. There are going to be some, some successes. But if we allow ourselves to be in the moment, to be focused at, at the task at hand each day and, and focused on attainable goals, that will all eventually roll up and the byproduct will be the outcome that we desire. And that is so true. And that's what I see with some of the examples that you talked about today with some of these uh, uh, industry and uh, celebrity icons, that that's what they do. They didn't allow these uh, these these pushbacks in life and business to hold them back. They were focused on the process. You're absolutely right. I think they do focus on the process, and and there's 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 ingredients that go into the process. You have to have a strong desire. You have to have a lot of passion. You you almost have to have that burning obsession that that Napoleon Hill uh, uh, talks about. Uh, but it, it's difficult to, if it's difficult for you to muster up that, uh, that, that amount of, of burning obsession, burning obsessions, I don't believe we're just given a burning obsession for, for something that someone else wants us to do. I believe that it's, it's something inside of us that will not let go of us. Wayne Dyer talks about this a lot, right? That, uh, when he's writing a book, it's almost like the book will not let him go. The book will not let his mind drift onto anything else. He has to meditate on it. He literally has to sit at his desk because, because 
the inspiration is so heavy uh, or was so heavy on, on Dr. Wayne Dyer that uh, he, he just, he needed to do it. And it was his burning obsession in that way. I believe inspiration comes from within, not from without. So you have a lot of people out there. If you go to a, a summit or a conference or a business seminar, they're projecting, they're projecting, sometimes they're projecting their own thing at you, right? They want to sell you this real estate, you know, idea. They want to sell you your, their, this financial advice or, you know, become this or become that. You really have to pay attention to who you are as well. Why you do what you do is so much more important than what you do. And so I focus on why I do what I do, and that makes every day a, a very happy one because why I do what I do is so much more powerful. That's where the passion is. That's where the desire is, and that's what ultimately makes this fun so that you can have a ton of fun while you're doing it. You get to meet all these great people. This is what I focus on. I'm, meeting, I'm helping all these people. I'm meeting all these great people. And, 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 it, and it is a burning obsession, right? I don't have to muster up you know, the desire to want to be around great business leaders. I, I don't have to muster that. I'm a, that is a burning passion of mine. I don't have to muster up any burning obsession to uh, help a homeless person or, or feed someone that's hungry. That is a burning desire of mine. So I would encourage other entrepreneurs for sustainable success to examine what, it's not what can't you let go of, it's what won't let go of you. That's your passion. If it won't let go of you, then you found your passion. No, you're exactly right. I mean, you wake up every morning, you know, five o'clock in the morning. I mean, it doesn't mean you wake up at five, but like somebody like myself, that you're ready to go. You're 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 out serving your purpose. You know, it's not just work. You know, it's 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 part of you. It's your purpose, and that's what's so important. What you defined here, and that you know, operating in the right mindset, you're able to. Be in the flow with that purpose and you're not, you know, it's not what you do, it's why you do it, just like you said, and that's what's so important. So I tell anybody that's listening that may be struggling in their business and their relationships or maybe their wellness or anything overall, what's great about maybe coming to events like this is that you're able to see people that are operating from purpose. And if you're not, it's okay. There might be some a bottleneck. There could be a, a mindset barrier that we that you need to find out where the root cause is. And as all the listeners know, I you know I wrote a best-selling book in this area. But that's the most important thing. You got to operate in the solution. And everything that Ryan's talking about here today is about you know following that flow, coming from purpose, and operating within the solution, not the problem. It's so important. So. Right. I wanted to leave the last, you know, two and a half minutes here to talk a little bit about what you're currently working on. I know you're getting ready for the city summit. I believe that's going to be in early September. I'd like to just let you know if you want to let people know what's up with that and some of the things you're working on and where they can find you and and anything that um, anything with any humanitarian efforts that you're working on. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for that, Chris. So yes, we are working on a. Uh, a launch party, a launch event for the city summit this year. We've rebranded it to uh, to include more business acceleration and more networking, and so we're doing a a smaller version of the city summit, September sixth and seventh in Los Angeles. For more information, uh, go to citygala.org and uh, email us, and we'll contact you and and send you all the information about city summit. Um, and then for the 
the big major event this year, as, as you know, we, we host an annual event. Uh, City Summit and City Gala are annual events. And this year it will be centered on the weekend of the Academy Awards, the Oscars, uh, here in Los Angeles. March 2nd through 4th will be at Universal Studios, which is very exciting uh, as our venue for the uh, City Summit and City Gala. And again, for more information, you can go to citygala.org and uh, email contact us, and we'll be happy to send you out information about uh, either or the City Summit or City Gala. Wow, that's great, and I and I can vouch what you know what Ryan. I I had an opportunity to go to uh, City Gala uh, this past February, and it was truly a remarkable experience. I kind of mentioned that up front uh, earlier during our session today, and but it, it's just remarkable the energy of of like-minded people, conscious-minded people out to do good for the world. I mean, celebrities, athletes. Uh, you know, thought leaders, I mean, difference makers, change makers, whatever you want to call it, people out for the common good of others that are here. And this is the place where if you're looking to make a pivot somewhere in your business and in your personal life, and yet you've, you've, you've had success, you know, this is an area where you're going to be able to network with a lot of great people. And what's great about having Ryan on the show, because we're talking about how summits and, uh, you know, philanthropic events can can really impact sustainability in, with success in life. This is where you're going to meet these types of people. This is the gathering area where you're going to be able to gather information, align it with your values to make a difference. I wanted to thank you very much, Ryan, for joining us today. Uh, our listeners got a wealth of information. We'll have a lot of on-demand viewers. Any parting thoughts here? We have about 15 seconds that you would like to leave for the listeners. Oh, absolutely. I'd just like to encourage uh, people to find their passion and and uh, and absolutely go after it with everything that they have. 100% is 100%, and and I believe that your listeners are the type of people that can give 100%. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. For it was a pleasure to have you on here, and I'm looking forward to City Summit. And I want to thank you, listeners, for joining us uh, for another episode of Sustainable Success. And we'll look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.